ladies, and what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio's ESL Podcast, man. I just want to give a nice big shout out to everyone out there who has been listening to me uh, in regards to, you know, just so many people who are tuning in. I had a, I met up with the Business English Podcast uh, group, where they, whereas they're all business coaches. And I'm very excited about this because I'm going to be bringing a lot of them on from the likes of Turkey or America or Chile to talk about work-life balance, to talk about a variety of different topics that are going to be coming soon. So that's going to be really good and interesting to hear people's perspectives and especially on this very controversial topic, work-life balance. So here we go. How many hours do you work each week? How many hours do you go to school? How many hours do you dedicate to losing time? How many hours do you waste away? Lots of different things in regards to work-life balance, the myths, and everything else. So me being out here in America, in America, what am I talking about? In Thailand, I realized that the work-life balance for a lot of people out here, okay, so they're blue-collar, white-collar, all these different workers. So we have to categorize them first, right? So if you have the historical jobs, and I call them historical because this is what people wanted to be back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Not so much now, unless you come from a family where you are not given the right to choose your career, such as obviously Asian culture. You guys know about this, okay? Don't get mad at me. You know about this. But anyways, doctors, right? So the work-life balance for doctors, it's terrible. For nurses, it's even more terrible. I got a, a, a nurse friend in Nakhon Sawan, given the fact that yes, the pandemic is happening. But she told me for the month of April, or I think she said the month of May, and again, Nakhon Sawan's about five hours north, I believe. She's not gonna have one day off. And she's working nine to 12 hour shifts. I think this is very common within nurses around the world because doctors, they're always the people that go in and confirm. Let me give you an example of this. Work-life balance with nurses, it's atrocious. And to be honest with you, more than uh, around 50% of doctors in America, uh, they're depressed. And it's because I have no idea. But if we look at a nurse, a nurse in America is practically a doctor. Because I remember when I got pharyngitis with a combination of bronchitis uh, 12 years ago, I remember a guy had come to me, you know, know, the nurse, she was talking about a lot of different things. And she practically diagnosed me before the fool had even walked in. And it's funny, he'd even look in my mouth. He just walked in. He's like, oh, I think you have pharyngitis. I'm like, bro, you said, I think. Can I get a hello from your sorry ass? And this is the problem in America with doctors. I just don't appreciate them. I'm sorry. It's it's because they look, I've met so many doctors in Las Vegas. They look down on me in so many different ways. But in Thailand, they're wonderful people. Like I've had doctors, students, I've had epidemiologist students who I still keep in contact with. They're brilliant beyond belief. Like they even give me vaccine information and of course, very credible information compared to what you get from the national stupendous doctor by the name of Dr. Fauci out there in America. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Anyways, let's get back to work-life balance. So, you know, when I was in 2013, I told myself, okay, I got to wake up. I got to show up. I have to do gate duty and allow all the kids inside with their racist ass parents. Guys, this was eight years ago in Thailand. They were very racist towards black people as opposed to now. And I would have to go home at about 3.30. Is there any balance in there? Sure, you get the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. But what am I going to do on the weekends? Am I just going to lounge around and laze around and do nothing? So what I wanted, even going to tutorial schools and uh, four years ago, and I'm over here... (laughs) 
<laughs> it's funny. One, you know, the head teacher, quote unquote, which you know, he's just the fastest pig. But it's so funny about it because uh, I told him I was like, "Listen, I'm not free this morning, and I'm not free this morning." He's like, "Oh, but no, you can't do that." I said, "Excuse me, I've done that for three years. Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you to tell me what to do?" You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, well, maybe you should go part-time. Excuse me? Listen, I know you're getting in your feelings because of what I said last year about you and your whereabouts and the reason why you came here to Thailand, but stop being a bleep bleep, okay? You know what I'm saying? I want the balance. I want to create my own schedule. So when I finally uh, signed up for this tutorial job out here in good old Bangkok, Thailand, three years ago, two years ago, it being official with the work from Hayden Visa, um, he's, he said, okay, you have two options. Option number one, we pay for your visa, your work permit, and you have to work full-time, full-time hours. And I'm like, okay, given the fact that you guys pay very bad, uh, even if I work full-time hours, you're still going to be giving me a very bad pay. No, thank you. He said, or you could pay and you could work part-time hours, work on your own basis. He's like, all I expect is, you know, some weekends, if they have class, and maybe some weeknights if we have class. I'm like, you know what? I like that. I love the balance. So what happens is I keep the visa, the work permit, but I have the power to work and do whatever I want. He's like, listen, your projects are your projects. What you do outside is what you do outside. I said, see that right there is what I like because I want to do what I want to do. That's all there is to it. So if a girl, you, you know, there was a little bit of a discussion in regards to balance and, you know, there was one lady or a company that I've been, uh, well, that I was working for until the shutdowns and everything had happened. You know, she told me, uh, they were paying me a ridiculous amount, right? A very good, ridiculously good amount. And it's funny, my job, she's like, oh, can you teach from three to four? I'm like, no, I can't. I'm busy from three to five. Why? Because I am. Unless you could pay me $100 an hour, and you listen, you pay not you barely pay a tenth of that. So uh no, okay. That's all there is to it. I make my own schedule. If you don't like it, go contact the guy and tell him what you think about it. That's all there is to it. So in saying that, me from my perspective, I do what I want. I make my own schedule, I make and break my own assets. I do whatever the hell I want to do. That's it. End of story. I don't like being told what to do. Arsenio, you got to come in. You got, I don't got to do a damn thing. If I'm available, I'm available. And luckily when I left that last job, I have the freedom. I have the freedom of waking up at 6 a.m. If I want to do some online coaching with this student from Europe, I have the freedom. If I want to say, Hey, listen, I ain't going to be free tomorrow. Okay. All right. So what day? Okay, cool. No problem. I have the freedom if I don't want to teach specific students anymore and whatnot. That's the beauty of work-life balance. So what is the situation like in your country? And do you think it's going to change in the future? See, in America, you take a vacation. Uh, I think in Australia, you get 30 days paid vacation. Um, and you get 15 sick days, apparently. So the work-life balance is phenomenal in Australia. Because every time I would go into the dental office, and I'm like, oh, where'd she go? She went on holiday, 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 holiday. And I'm like, wow, everyone goes on holiday here. If you go on holiday for two days in America, don't bother coming back to your job. You know what I mean? Like, and this is why I'm really happy that the whole culture and what jobs are is beginning to change because people are now doing what they love to do rather than having these historical jobs where management is absolutely atrocious. I still remember the last horrible job I had, right? 
Now, again, teaching jobs, we all need to talk about that. Now, I'm very, very comfortable with everything. But as a dental assistant, I remember I went back to Las Vegas. I was working for, oh, my God, I was working for two of them, as a matter of fact. One lady, like, I couldn't even say hello to the patient. If I tried striking up a conversation, she would jump all over me. And I'm like, seriously? Like, I can't even say hello or this or that? And she would always like eavesdrop on me. Maybe she'd always check on me. And I'm like, listen, I'm done. No, I don't want to come back. Absolutely not. And you know how difficult it was for me to even get my check out of her? I had to email her probably three times. And then finally I showed up and I had to collect my check, which really wasn't that much at all. I mean, there was another, oh my God, listen, people, I'm telling you, there are bullies out there in the dental field. And I'm just grateful that I never have to suction saliva out of people's mouths ever again. That's all I'm grateful for. And I'm grateful that I can make my own schedule. Now, some of you, some of you have to go through that and get, you know, have your schedule be made by people who don't really appreciate you so much, but it's the process and what you learn throughout that, right? And so what you have to do and what we're going to be discussing in terms of work-life balance and everything, it's critical to understand the balance, right? I'm going to give you two more examples before I end this podcast. So I was having a discussion with uh, one of the students. She's a project manager for Lazada. If you guys don't know what Lazada is, Alibaba bought them about five years ago for $1 billion. And I was over here having a discussion with her. She's like, you know what's really interesting? The work-life balance thing, I always wondered about that. And I said, why is that? She said, you know, when I had a boyfriend, I said, uh-oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. I, so she said, when I had a boyfriend, I said, okay, tell me more. He always wanted me to dedicate my life and my time to him. I said, uh-oh. I said, no, he didn't. She said, yes, he did. I said, no, he didn't. She said, hell yeah, he did. I said, what? so what did you end up doing? She was like, it drove me to the point that I was so unhappy in my relationship because I couldn't take care of my mental health, my mission, uh, the partnership. Obviously, he was happy. I wasn't. All the different categories of your learning, your the life assessment was so low that she said, hey, listen, this isn't working. And the reason why I tell you this is because it's like you don't want to have two independent lives under one household where the tax on that relationship is like constant arguing and yelling at each other, just bomb that right off the back. Say, hey, listen, this ain't working. Let's just cut it loose right here, right? But I'm saying that if you can't have a life, a social life, a spiritual life, you figuring out community-based things that you want to go after, having that balance between work and being at home and having that free time. And, you know, you can engage in different activities that don't always require your spouse, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever it is to be there. It's very critical because I still remember the last time I spoke to uh, a girl and I had taught her before until she unfollowed me on Instagram. You guys know how I do on Instagram. If you unfollow me, I'm blocking you. But anyways, she was telling me, she's like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. You know, we met on Tinder. I said, oh, she moved in and they paid for a condo together. I said, oh my God, see, you youngsters, man, that's literally 1 million bot, which is basically, I don't know, a little bit less than 100,000. Oh, probably about $30,000? Is that true? 30,000. Oh my God, that's not even that much. So anyways, if the condo is like three, four or 5 million, that'll make a little bit more sense. So condos, let's say $100,000. You and your boyfriend have that money. And 
it's so hard because she would never initiate conversations. Although I looked at her as like someone of a, of a mentor. And every time I heard her, she, you know, or the last time I had messaged her, it had to be sometime last year. And I said, Oh, you know, I am following you because of this, 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 and all that stuff. She's Oh no, you know, it's just, I have to really take care of my boyfriend. I'm like, he's a grown ass man. You can't have a social life. You can't have anything, huh? And I said, sometimes people, we just got to let relationships go that are already dead. That ended a long time ago. You just got to let things be. And sometimes we are so attached to something that's already dead. And that's what I told my student. I said, listen, she ended up unfollowing me and she, un and she like removed me as a follower. Why? Maybe her boyfriend saw something and said, hey, I don't like you speaking to him. And she had to do it. And I'm like, if you are not in control of your relationships or any boundaries, if you don't set boundaries, you're finished. She's literally within the next five years, she's going to be a doll with strings. He's going to tell her to do this and that and this and that. It's going to be such a toxic relationship where I'm like, hey, well, I kind of saw you walking into it. So and saying that there has to be a balance. If I'm sitting down with a significant other, and I'm like, hey, I got to do some writing. She's like, okay, I'll be down here. That's perfect. It's not like, oh, why aren't you showing me attention? You're not showing me attention. You're not showing me attention. Or they like to have a tendency of always saying, oh, you know, I know you're busy. You're busy. You're busy. You're busy. You're busy. You're busy. No, 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 no. We're going to separate time a week to see each other. Now, if I think you are annoying, I will never want to see you again. Okay. So I remember one, you know, I'm going to give you this last one. I know it's a lot of balance and a lot of things in between, but if you are hanging out with people just because you pity the other person and you feel like, oh, well, you know, I just don't want her to feel bad. You are going to make yourself unbelievably unhappy. There have been relationships in my life where I should have cut it loose before it got any crazier. And what do I mean by that? It's the simple fact that people are like, oh, you know, I want to see you once a week. And I'm like, dude, I don't even want to see you. So you guys got to be honest and have that honest conversation because you got to set things. You got to like clear everything, set it loose and say, okay, this is this. I don't feel this way. I don't know what you see, but I'm sorry. Goodbye. I mean, oh, Arsenio, that's really hard to do. Well, I mean, you got to find balance. You have to. And so this is what I talk about in my personal development podcast, like the deep time scheduling, the okay, what, and I'm going to give you guys one last example. There were days over the past year, right? The, the, you know, this year, whereas I was at work and by the time I finished with work at about 3.30, I'm completely drained and I'm just unhappy. And I always ask myself, I said, man, why am I so drained? Why am I so unhappy? Well, one, I'm probably doing work that I don't like. I'm teaching th these little kids, eight, nine, 10 years old, and they're zapping all the energy from me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have to do something about this. And luckily, all those students, they ended up disappearing. I remember there were two somewhat twins and their parents are doctors. Now, anytime you deal with doctors or people who have money, quote unquote, they always know best, right? They always know what's best. And so- your, ch your children come in here, they act up, they do this, they do that. He's happy, but I'm literally showing him a YouTube video because he's demanding. If I do anything in the book, he's going to start complaining to his mom and then the mom complains to the front desk. And I'm like, you know what? Your son 
comes with way too many instructions. He's like a 100,000 piece puzzle. How about you take him, you take you and go find yourself another teacher because you starting to get on my goddamn nerves. People, when it comes to balance, don't overwork yourself. Don't burn out. And I would do that sometimes on weekends. I would work from 8.30 up to 5.30 or 8.30 up to 7. And I would have a class from 6 to 7. That's just too much. And that's why I'm very happy that these shutdowns have happened because now I have that free time and I'm not teaching those younger individuals anymore and I'm getting paid what I deserve. Do you guys get what I'm saying? So in saying that, that's work-life balance. I was going to read you out an article, but I put the article on my Business English Podcast badge. All right, with some good stuff. And then we're going to hear about a couple of people talking about um, what's in a new job. Then we'll go into an article in regards to taking things easy and et cetera, et cetera. So in saying that, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. If you guys have any questions, let me know. Follow me on the Arsenio's ESL podcast page on Instagram, okay, and on Facebook, all right? And if you guys are interested in coaching, TOEFL, IBT, IELTS, whatever it is, even group classes, such as what I'm doing, but teaching and lesson-based, that's all available. Let me know. I'll be here. Over and out.